This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. It's a Tuesday that feels like a Monday, but it isn't. Oh, and that's the good news. Yes. I thought about news. that today. That yeah, it's sad. awesome because I was taking my garbage out to the out to the curb, uh, which happens on Monday. And then I thought, oh, my gosh, it's not Monday. And I it was both a good and a bad feeling. Just also realized same time. I did that last night, yeah. which was unnecessary. because uh, Unnecessary because uh, they either came yesterday, which sometimes happens yes, they did for some yesterday. reason. They, did they come yes. yesterday? Because nobody else in my neighborhood had their garbage out. And I thought, ah, it came yesterday. Why did they come on Labor Day? They're not supposed to labor. At least they come through my Labor trailer Day. park. They came through the park yesterday. They did come so through the trailer might, park? I don't, I don't know. You know, maybe maybe the gates at your your house were <laughs> yeah. closed. Well, maybe. Jeffrey's neighborhood is weird with the trash guys because a lot of people come and drop their trash there. <laughs> thinking <laughs> yes. it's a dump. Right, yeah. but it isn't. Uh, it's actually, trailer park boat and then it's actually can, where he lives. Drop it some more. <laughs> <laughs> you know what else happened over the weekend? Uh, it's college football. Yes, college I know. Uh, judging by yeah. your happiness, I assume BYU won. BYU won. They did. Uh, they did win, and that's, the, uh, that's one that. down and 11 to go. So What was the score? Or? It was 18-16, thank you. Yeah, uh, not, That doesn't matter. That was against did, Arizona. Six field goals? How did that No, they, uh, two touchdowns and a field goal, two, in, two missed points. Uh, kicker was a little off in the beginning. Uh, he was a little off, and he, he missed it, and then we didn't get the two-point conversion on the second touchdown. So two field goals. Then. So two field No, one Two touchdowns, one two field, field goal? goals. Two, yes, two touchdowns, two field goals. Thank you very much. Yes. But no extra it points. Is, but no extra That's points. a weird combo. You no don't get to eighteen points. that often. And the first, the first kick, the first field goal was from like I don't know six feet or something. I think it was a six foot field. So they couldn't punch it <laughs> and in for the touchdown. Barely made that. Then he missed the extra point. The first guy. Uh, and so for the last one, which was the game winner with four seconds left, they pulled him and put in the other. Field goal wow. kicker they brought, which was Jake Oldroyd from Southlake, and uh, and as soon as I knew the kid was from Southlake Carroll, I thought this is going right through the uprights, man. He's going to kick this baby through, and sure enough, he kicked it dead through the uprights. Wow. Well, awesome. Well, uh, speaking of that, though, uh, Stu went to see a football game not long ago where the football. Speaking of yeah, Southlake South Carroll. Carroll, it was yeah. that team, uh, and they lost to that Oklahoma team, didn't they? They did lose. They yeah, lost the, to Union. The kick yeah. was part of the game, though. That was. The first points on the board were a was a fifty four yard field goal in a high school game. I'm telling that. you that happens here. <laughs> yes, that does. happens here. Four like that's something that a pro <laughs> is like forty five percent on. I know. And this guy nails a fifty four yard field goal in, in, in a high not even college a high school game. Right. Yeah. 
Right. And that's you don't even see them in, in college that often. If no. it, they don't even try them. No, they don't like most to take teams, that shot. Division one teams, most of them. If they have a fifty four yard field goal and it's a reasonable opportunity to go for it, they'll go for it. They won't even try the fifty-four yard field goals because they figure they're going to miss it. It's probably right. only a ten or twenty percent. Uh, and they get a better they get a better field advantage if they punt it and get you back down into yeah. the corner. Yeah, or they'll just go for it on fourth yeah. down and try to get the first down. Yeah. Uh, very rarely do you see uh, unless it's a you know it's a Florida State or one of the you know, Alabama one of the top teams might try fifty-four yard field goals, but most mid-level Division one team isn't even trying. I know. It. I know. This is a high, high school. school team. That's incredible. So they have Pretty their kicker yeah, at BYU. from last year. Uh, but he didn't BYU. win the job. He was No, he got beat out by some walk-on, and I thought, what the heck? I, I was really surprised. And then the walk-on is kicking these sideways kicks. <laughs> Just, I mean, the extra point was 80 feet from the uh, uprights, maybe. <laughs> it was like, what was that? Wow. And so I knew if we attempted a field goal with that kid again, we were in big trouble, and so they didn't. Uh, uh, how did Missouri do? Uh, they lost. Yeah, yeah. in oh, West well. Virginia. Okay, well, West Virginia's Ooh. pretty good, right? Yeah, well, yeah, but still. We play in uh, game four. So we'll see. So we'll see. We'll see, yeah. They, yeah. It's going to be a long season. In other uh, Missouri news, Blaine Gabbert uh, won the starting I job know, over Colin Kaepernick. It, I love that. I love that, too. Because Guy's so bad, he <laughs> lost his job to the worst backup quarterback in the NFL. Two, twice now he's done it. He's lost his job twice <laughs> to, to Gabbert. Uh, and uh, this, I don't know if how he played. I heard sometimes, you know, he didn't, you know, I heard he played fairly well at yep, times. Yep. Um, but th- this is very consistent with what Chip Kelly does in these situations, which he didn't come out. And criticize no, Kaepernick not. publicly. He didn't come out no, and right. say anything. And bad. you He's predicted like, that too. Yeah, because you that's the way he that. is. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, something happens, and all of a sudden, that guy doesn't have his job anymore. Yeah, uh, huh. very consistent. Now I don't know if that was the. I mean, he may just be worse than Gabbard. I mean, I, I, I was never very, impressed by possible. Kaepernick anyway. Right. Although no, he had one decent he had year. One good year, yeah. And, and then see. they tried to throw it a lot the next year. He was terrible. Uh, but uh, to, to talk about something that others may relate to, because it was a huge nationally televised uh, Sunday game. Yeah, this happened on Sunday. Yeah, Alabama, yeah. Notre Dame. No, Notre Great Dame, game. Uh, Texas. Oh, Alabama, Alabama. Uh, well, the one I'm thinking is Alabama USC, USC. which was oh, okay. Saturday, mm-hmm. and that was such a blowout. I, I, it was like they were playing Bemidji State. Yeah, that's it really was really bad. Alabama beat them 52 to six. I mean, against USC. I know. Alabama should just join the NFL. They really should. And maybe they'd go 8-8, and but I think they'd make the playoffs in the (laughs) NFC South. (laughs) (laughs) These guys would win a lot of games in the NFL. Pretty amazing. They are... And it's year after year. So they beat I, I the crap know. out of USC. Beat the Nick crap Saban. out of them. Am I happy that we won? Yeah. And am I disappointed in the way we played? Yes. Can you believe that? The guy, the guy in a fifty-two to six blowout over one of the a elite programs yeah. and a ranked school this year <laughs> says, "Why, well, yeah, I really wasn't happy with the way they play." Shut up! You're proving what a douche he is. <laughs> yes, he is you can't, you can't do that when you're beating the crap out of somebody like that. I thought you were going to yeah, go to we Notre didn't Dame. play it well. It should have been eighty-six to nothing. <laughs> I thought you were going to go to Notre Dame, Texas, which was uh, Notre Dame, Texas was another one. A big one that was on Sunday. Sunday, and Texas won that fifty to forty-seven. Yeah, right? yeah, something yeah. like that in overtime. <laughs> One of the overtime. coolest, I mean, Texas scores, and they're going crazy, and it's 37-35, and they're, they're lining up for the extra point. Extra points blocked, goes right up into the hands of one of the Notre Dame defensive guys runs who runs it back all the way for the two-point conversion. So on, on the very touchdown extra point play, 
Notre Dame ties the game at 37 it was, all. It was amazing. Which oh, is an awesome That's game. a good rule, by the way. It is a good uh, I, I like it's it. It's a solid rule. I don't know that I've ever seen it before, but I like it. Yeah, that reminded me about th- that it was worth two points. Because I was thinking, oh my God, they're going to take the lead. And then I was like, extra point. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if it's worth six. I don't know. I, I think two points is good. I don't good. know. That's yeah, a long way a to run the medium. ball back. It's a long way to run the ball back for two points. It was a long way, but he had no one around him. Did you see the replay of that, or did you watch I, the game at all? No, you're not big into college football, but it bounced right I up watched, into his hands. I did watch he, the end of that game. Uh, yeah. I watched the overtime. I had to catch the overtime. And I will say this as well to you, Jeffy. Not everyone looks at things as to the distance <laughs> you have to walk a as way the defining walk. factor. <laughs> like I know well, that should be big... it should be factored in. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean that's fair. That's not the way everyone looks at it. No. Um, so that's just one of the competitions uh, going on. The other one, I guess, is uh, for the you know leader of the free world. Yeah, but uh, we don't like that one. Now, if you uh, no, I don't like it at all. I don't all. like that one. If you uh, happen to be a big uh, fan of Drudge or Breitbart, um, there was a poll released. Uh, if you happen to be a fan of any other news site, about ten polls were released. Um, and uh, the one poll, of course, that was released on Drudge or Breitbart was the CNN poll, which was very good for uh, Donald Trump. In fact, uh, he leads 45 to 43. That's pretty amazing, um, considering yep. what happened you know, two weeks ago. And we've talked about this over and over again. That convention bounce goes away. And it just took a little bit longer, it seems like, to go away this time than it does normally. And you know, in the panic of all the Trump supporters that are blaming everybody else for their woes with this... Cl- They couldn't even wait a week or two to see how this thing was going to pan out. Now that he's up 46, 45 or whatever it is, 40, 48, 46, Mm -hmm. are you going to blame us for the for the win now? I mean, right. It's so stupid. It's so ridiculous. Well, This is why I made a big deal about the stupid convention bounce chart was that it's not just a thing where like, oh, oh. Whatever happens three days after the convention is now our current status forever. That's not the way these things work. These, they, the convention bounces fade away after about a month. <clears> and yeah. that's why we hammered you with this poll over and over and over again in the stupid chart and all the stupid X's You've I put said on it. it a million times. Uh, yeah, and, and that's why last. no one cared. Uh, you know, everyone was like, oh, it's over, it's over. It's like, well, no, that's just the way these things operate. It's not that big mm-hmm. of a secret. Um, and so it has now bounced back, or, you know, the bounce has faded and it's gone back to about where the election was beforehand. The real clear politics average of polls, not just this one, um, the real clear politics average is is 3.3% uh, lead for Clinton. I mean, you didn't hear a lot about mm. the NBC News poll that had Clinton uh, up by six, or the Fox News poll that had Clinton up by six, or the Economist no. poll that had Clinton up by five, or the PPP poll that had Clinton up by five, you said or, the, or the Monmouth poll that had Clinton <laughs> up by seven. Um, there's a USA Today poll. I don't know if that's the same one as a Monmouth, but they had a, they had a seven point lead as well. There's also the LA Times poll, which has been cited by Drudge a million times, which has a tie, um, and also a poll from um, uh, Investors Business Daily, which is uh, down actually in LA Times, right? Yeah, yeah he, he was, was up. He that. was leading that poll before. Yeah, um, and then the uh, Investors Business Daily poll has Clinton up one. So I mean, it's important to look at the. Lar- the, the variety of them because they're all taken different ways, um, and the each. And the have, average you said is is her by three her by three and three point three. Uh, that's in a uh, a two way um, poll, which is the way we've looked at that generally. Although it's probably getting to the point where it's probably more useful to look at the four way poll uh, with. Sign. In a menage a trois. Yeah. And uh, what is it? Clinton. Two oh, I guess it would be a menage a quatre. Quatre. Menage a quatre. quatre. 
Okay, yeah. go ahead. Uh, Clinton <laughs> plus 2.4 in that one. So, oh, again, so she's up both once ways. again, the third-party candidates, from everyone who's telling us it's a binary choice, right. the third-party candidates are helping uh, Donald Trump. Wow. But we're told all the time it's right. a binary choice. If it's a binary choice, Trump is losing by more. Right. Uh, I don't know, you know, it's... Uh, but they don't want to hear any and, actual facts. No. Stu, yeah. don't, don't trouble them. And that. this is uh, Johnson, again, uh, doing everything he can to, to lose. just talk to the left only okay, so and try bad. to get Sanders supporters. Guy is so bad. We, we were talking about uh, Gary Johnson on the radio show because a caller brought him up. And it's like, why aren't, why aren't you guys paying attention to Johnson? That's, that's going to be my guy. And, you know, so we tried to explain to him. And he said, well, isn't he better than the other two? And... I thought, yeah, I guess it's just that he's so bad on issues that are important to me, uh, abortion, immigration, that I can't go there. I just can't cast a ballot for the guy. Yeah. Um, and so Cause that's, yeah. then we played how bad he really is in that interview he did with uh, Guy Benson. And I mean, he is... He is vicious about it. Can he we, is vitriolic over it. I doubt, because it's old. I doubt we would have it in the prep today. But can we get that for tomorrow? Because you great. need to see you do. Johnson freak out on this guy. I, I mean, mean, you I, can hear in his voice. He is really pissed off. Mm-hmm. Really, that the guy used the phrase illegal alien. I mean, he is livid. He used illegal immigrant, too, it. didn't he? Or was it illegal? He said illegal alien initially. Illegal alien. I think he said yeah, illegal, illegal alien. And, oh, and yeah. so, I, I mean... You said in the video he's actually shaking. I mean, you could, you could see him. Yeah, he points he's his angry. finger. His eyes are wide. <laughs> points his finger at yeah, him. Yeah, he's, he's angry. <laughs> and again, what, like, to, you know, and he treats Guy Benson, who's a smart guy. He's a Fox News he contributor. Like he's townhall.com. Uh, treats him like an idiot. You do, what, you, what you don't understand is that uh, you know uh, people. It hurts hurtful to Hispanics if you say. And he asked him why. It just is. It just is. He doesn't even know why. No. <laughs> and that's the thing. Well, and and he, the reason is because no one likes to be called an illegal person. Well, I'm sorry if you've done something illegal, then. You know, right, like, when uh, you go to jail, tough. you're a criminal. Right. I mean, Nobody likes to be called a criminal. No, but you That's are. That's hurtful to some Americans, right. too. Right. And yet, no. they're still criminals. Yep. I, it's I not mean, about feelings. No. Um, and, you know, so I, I really, I, I, I emailed this to... Well, it is uh, to Morris Albert. But uh, yes, we won't sure. go there. Um, I, I emailed this to Keith <laughs> Balanac, our, uh, our producer, and, mm-hmm. and said, hey, Keith, uh, if I ever consider voting for uh, uh, Gary Johnson again, mm-hmm. um, punch me um, or, or play this video for me. Keith's punches wouldn't really, I don't think, be no, particularly Man, I wish he'd have forwarded that to me. No, no, yeah, no, I, I know you'll do it. Uh, but, <laughs> I don't think he gave you that offer. No. You didn't extend it to Jeff either, did you? No. But that's the issue. Like, it's, he is, it tells a lot about him and that he is mm-hmm. a pretty... He comes off in this particular uh, video as a uh, wild-eyed, passionate, left-wing activist. Yeah, he does. Um, and we know he's that way about yeah, he does. marijuana um, and some other issues. But again, we, and we should pull, let me give you the, uh, Andrew, I'll give you the, uh, the uh, clip from um, Greg Gutfeld as well we should play. Because it's the same thing. He mentions quickly, well, I wish you know, people would have less of our, less, um, government would have less hand, money, or, or we would have more money in our pocket or something. He, he references a theoretical lower, lowering of taxes or lowering of government. And then he goes on to, link, to list the other five things he's passionate about, and all of them 
you know, civil liberties, which means, uh, in his definition, civil liberties means um, the right to marry who you want, uh, the right to marijuana, uh, the we need to pull out of all these foreign wars. Gosh, um, man. Uh, it's, it's a litany of, of just left-wing mm-hmm. arguments. It's Ted Kennedy. He, yeah, he doesn't seem to have any interest at all in going to the party that he used to be part of. I mean, right. the guy, this guy was a two-term Republican governor. It's not like he's a Democratic governor and came over to the Libertarian Party because he liked pot laws so much. Right. The man was a Republican governor. I mean, if he was just running as a normal, generic Republican, I'd be, I probably would be voting for the guy. I mean, how did that happen? I don't know. It's I, really it's weird. Strange. Have they made some kind of calculus where you can't win if you're anywhere near the right? Is it, I mean, is it that? The, I mean, because... You can, if you were like, if he was strict on things like religious liberty, mm. um, uh, lo- low taxes, uh, low regulation, talking about those things often, could I deal with some of the things I don't agree with with the Libertarian Party? Yeah, I mean, I could. I, I, I think if Austin Peterson was the candidate, there'd be things that we, when he came in here, there oh, were things we disagreed Austin with him on. Austin Peterson would be my guy. Yeah, right now. But he's, I think. yeah, and he's, you know, uh, uh, he's well spoken. I mean, I, I think uh, I like him better than. You know, it's been a while since we've talked to him, but I think he's even better than Evan, what's his face? McMullen. McMullen. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, it would be nice to have somebody like that. Instead, you have somebody who just, I mean, first of all, he's not only bad on policy and seemingly only trying to attract the left wing. He's also a terrible communicator. Mm -hmm. So all of those things combined, it's just frustrating to deal with. But again, he's the only potential option on our ballots here in Texas. You have Trump, Clinton, Stein and Johnson, period. Mm-hmm. That's it. There's only four choices. Uh, and uh, the only one I would even remotely consider is Gary Johnson. Uh, and he's terrible. He's making it, he's making it as he's, difficult as he possibly can. I swear he wakes up every anybody day on the right. and says, you know what? Everyone gets it like, what would Jesus do? What can I do to lose Stu's vote? That's what he does every day when he wakes up. I am the most gettable voter in history. It seems counterintuitive, I, too. I literally hate all the other candidates. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're all terrible. Yeah. Uh, as candidates, yes. yet this guy every day wakes up and says, "What? what? He came out in favor, in favor of the um, uh, global warming uh, tax." Oh my! Now, how does a libertarian? How does a libertarian do that? Do that? Well, it's a mar- it's a market mechanism oh to control gosh. global warming, which we are responsible for. Blah 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 blah. And it's you like, are you kidding, kidding me this, uh, you're with just this nonsense? Solidifying it. Now he the did worst. that one. That one he at least did back off of. But here's what he said when he backed off of it. Oh uh, look, uh, look. What I was saying was uh, that you know, uh, sure, it sounds good, but it wouldn't work. It no. sounds good? No, it doesn't sound good. How the hell does taxing the emissions that make us into a civilization <laughs> sound good to a libertarian? Well, I don't know. How? I don't it know. might not work. Who cares if I it works? Know. Either I way, even if it works know. wonderfully to solve that problem, we still shouldn't do it. It's a terrible idea. And, and that was his answer. Well, it sounds good, but it wouldn't really work. How the hell does that sound good to a libertarian? I've... It's, I mean, it's energy. It's literally involved in every single industry, and you're opening up a door for government at the federal level to tax it for a problem that we can't even measure correctly. Yeah. That is insane. How the hell could a libertarian possibly think that's a good idea? I, uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't even understand how a Republican could think it's a good idea, and Republicans are supposed to want more government than libertarians. Mm-hmm. 
It's a terrible, terrible idea. I don't know any Republican that thinks it's a good idea. Maybe what's-her-face in Maine? Uh, Like Susan Collins or something. Yeah, maybe somebody like that thinks it's a good idea. Uh, wow. Did, did John McCain. Yeah. Uh, on it. But again, I don't want a John McCain. I, t- I told you in 2008 I didn't want a John McCain. Right. Yeah. And we vowed we would not vote for a John McCain type person. Yes. And, uh, you know, people are pissed that we've stuck to our vote. We made our audience a promise. <laughs> Just like what's his face. Okay. Um, let me ask you a question. Would you switch phone companies if you knew your current carrier was using your money? To fund, let's say, progressive ideas like we've just been talking about the last few minutes or Hillary Clinton's campaign. Uh, maybe you restrict your Second Amendment rights or promote abortion through organizations like Planned Parenthood. What if there was a progressive liberal phone company targeting conservative candidates and organizations? Mm. Uh, well, there is. Uh, the fact is your current phone carrier is using your money to undermine your beliefs. It's true with pretty much every one yeah. of them. Spending yeah. tens of millions of dollars to remove conservative leaders from office and fight for liberal social change. So what do you do? Do you do nothing and just accept that this is the cost of owning a phone? Or do you take some action? Mm. Well, luckily, you have an option that is really good. It's called Patriot Mobile. Yeah, Patriot Mobile offers nationwide talk and, talk and text with high-speed 4G LTE data at competitive prices. And, uh, and they don't donate your money to crazy Planned Parenthood causes. No. They donate up to 5% of your monthly bill to a conservative organization of your choice. Nice. You get the same quality service. You get the latest, greatest phones, including iPhone, yeah. Samsung, and a mobile phone company that supports the conservative values that you believe in. That sound awesome. Go to patriotmobile.com. Go to patriotmobile.com slash blaze. Patriotmobile.com slash blaze. Or call them 877-367-7524. Look, you have a choice. A lot of people will call us up and say, like, I'm never going to Target again because I don't like their bathroom policy. Yeah. While uh, being with a, a big-time phone company, the big ones, that are donating money to these causes you don't believe And a lot in. of money. I mean, you would not believe yeah. the amounts of money they're spending. It's amazing. Patriotmobile.com slash blaze. Patriotmobile.com slash blaze or call them 877-367-7524. Make it the last call from your current provider. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com. <laughs> Hi, it's Pat and Stu. Uh, you know, this young black's uh, story expressing concerns about Clinton and uh, the Democrats and tr- Trump. They're in, in kind of a quandary, apparently, like we are, because the headline is he's a racist and she's a liar. Now, there's plenty of evidence that they're both liars. Um, there's ample evidence, and we, we could go through it all. It's a, there's a litany. But I don't know that there's solid evidence that he's a racist. If I could defend him on that a little bit, I guess there's the old thing where he didn't allow. I mean, was there a housing? Th- there was a housing issue. 
Yes, right back in the seventies or something. Yeah, they were, and there's pretty darn good evidence of this one. They were, uh, there, it was their policy to try not to rent to blacks, and we know that for a fact. Um, I mean, or do we? So it was a lawsuit. Uh, right. There is extensive evidence for the for the idea of like you would have um, two people. They were at, at the, they believed it was going on. They started sending people to try to rent apartments at his complex. Right. So they would send a uh, a, a black family, and they would say like, "Oh, sorry, just no rooms at all. We don't have anything." Then <laughs> so there'd be no minutes, vacancy. If- right. No vacancy. And then five minutes later, a white family comes in and be like, "Oh yeah, let me show you four rooms." You know, like it was like that bad. Wow. And they had like multiple documented examples. Could of that this. have been the policy of the people in charge there that he just counted on? Um, or do they assume that's his policy handed down to whoever ran the place? I mean, he. I mean, obviously he was not taking the... Uh, right, he's not the right. one doing it. Exactly. So, I mean, you know, it was his company yeah. that was charged with this. Yeah. Is it theoretically possible that Donald Trump had no knowledge of this? It is possible. Well, let's the say same- he knew. Let's say he knew, mm-hmm. and he was at the time. There's been 30 years or 40 sure, years sure. in between where he could have changed. Right. So what's so, the evidence today? Okay, the so evidence look, today is that he doesn't want illegal immigrants in. Uh, now, millions, tens of millions of us don't want illegal immigrants in in our country. We want them to immigrate legally. And even he has said absolutely. he wants a big, beautiful door yeah. where they can come legally. And we all want that. Right? Yes. So, yeah. And the other uh, evidence apparently is the Muslim thing. Uh, there was a Muslim ban, and that's supposed to make him racist. I, yeah. To me, those neither of those make him a racist. Right. I mean, there's more older evidence that I think builds up to this. We should talk about, you know, I mean, he said he Oh, there's he the said, lazy yeah, thing. Laziness is a trade in blacks. Yeah, that's, that's he said, a tough I didn't want black people counting my money. That's he, a tough one. Uh, he, uh, you know, not only did he have the old timey scandal there, but he had many comments leading up to this. Now, I think you could make... You could make an argument, first of all, like the housing stuff. Well, he he may have believed white people were racists and as in a business interest Mm -hmm. may have said, you know what? Don't rent to black people because uh, my white clients won't you know, that pay a lot of money, won't like it. So it was just bad for his business. Again, that's not acceptable. And it's obviously illegal. He had to pay a fine for it. But it could be not that he doesn't like black people. It could be that there also was the case of um, they used to kick the black dealers off of the floor when the Trumps would come to uh, to town. That could be he had no Is knowledge that substantiated? of that. Uh, well, it was first of all, it was just a report that we saw, but he did pay a fine for it. The company did pay a fine for it for for, for blacks for leaving the floor for, uh, when he came casinos. in. Uh, yeah. Well, I, <laughs> wow. Yeah. So okay, that's bad. Yeah, that looks bad. So there's a history here, mm. um, but again, as you point out, all of those incidents were. A long time even, ago. Even the laziness as a trait in blacks is in the 90s. So, okay. I mean, you know, it's been 20 years. Yeah. Um, so is it possible he's changed in that time? Um, I think, y- yes, it's possible. I think when you have that basis, that foundation, people look at two things with the current controversies. Yeah. One, they look at it with the idea that before he had a lot of sketchy stuff with race. At the very least, you can say that. He had very sketchy issues yeah. with race. Yeah. I mean, and even today, he's saying, I like, you, can say I, you know, I love the blacks. Uh, the blacks love me. Like, he's saying things. <laughs> well, the, yeah, the way but that's he just speaks part of about his it. really bad right. vocabulary. So I think it's two things. It's there terrible. is a foundation here. Yeah. So people are, are, it's easier for people to get down the road of racism. And B, he talks about it in such a poor way. Yeah, like, bad. for example, we've talked about. There is absolutely nothing racist 
about saying, look, we have an issue with crime coming across the border. It doesn't mean that every immigrant coming here is a criminal by any mm-hmm. means. In fact, some of the people who are here uh, legally are uh, among our best. However, when someone comes in here and, and their first act in the country is to break a law, we find issues here with increased uh, crime, including violent crime, and we don't want it. We don't want to import crime. There's no reason. we got enough of crime here. We don't need to import crime from Mexico. And so when we have people who are coming over here, some of them are committing horrible crimes like rape, like murder. It does happen. Yeah. So that does not... That so, would have been a much better way to say so what instead he said. So he said, instead he said it the opposite way, Pat. Yeah. They're he said, rapists. They're rapists. They're murderers. They're murderers. And I assume, because he doesn't know, <laughs> I assume some of them are good people. <laughs> yeah. You know, that is the he problem here. So it's the way, it's a foundation that leads up to it. And the way he talks about it is mm-hmm. almost inc- almost always horrible. So it's the same thing with saying, you know, mm-hmm. banning, uh, you know, the Muslims, uh, you know, from coming in the country. Again, his initial policy take there, his instinct was people who were vacationing that were American citizens couldn't come back. That was his first, his first policy on this. Now, he's softened <laughs> it 64 times since. But, I mean... That is, people believe the instinct with him is that. And I think, as I said this before, I don't know that he's a racist. Um, I, I, I don't know. You know, I don't know. I, my, my instinct is to believe that almost all claims of racism uh, are overblown. Uh, unless you're, you know, you're talking David Duke area here. Again, that was mm-hmm. another one. He didn't, he didn't immediately didn't denounce, denounce him immediately, him immediately. but he did later. But again... Everyone does it later. Everyone does the right thing later. His instinct was to say, I don't know who David Duke is. I don't know anything about white supremacy. What are you talking about? And, of course, the fact that the alt-right follows him and is so dedicated to his cause, unlike any other Republican in history, um, it it indicates, well, why do they like him so much? So there's a lot there. What I will say is, I don't know that he's racist, but, again, there's more evidence that Donald Trump is a racist than any presidential candidate from a major party in my memory. On the other hand, yes, white supremacists apparently love him. Uh, so do communists love yeah, Hillary Clinton. But I think and that's a- no one ever asks the question, hey, what is it about these Democrats communists love so much? It's a great point, Pat. You're right. However, some people do ask it, and it's us. Yeah, then we're, we the do ask it. we're the only we ones. We're the only. We are the ones who ask it. So I think to be consistent, mm. it's an, it's an important part of the equation it when is. you look at Trump because I do think that there's issues there. That does not mean that does not make him responsible for the actions of the alt right or of the racists, and it does not make Hillary Clinton responsible for the actions of the communists. But you're but the fact that they're seeing so much the same way yeah. is interesting and should both of them be pointed out by the media. And it Definitely, never is. you're never. right. Never, never the never other way. Is. Never the other way. Uh, the media always gets a pass, um, but apparently somebody asked Chris Wallace uh, about why he hasn't been calling out some of these lies from the candidates that he interviews. And uh, here's what he had to say this weekend on Fox News about that. I view it as kind of being a referee in a heavyweight championship fight. If it, if it's, if it succeeds when it's over, people will say, you did a great job. I don't remember you ever even being on the stage. Well, I understand that. I think that's the right approach, not making it about you. On the other hand, there's a lot on your shoulders, both in terms of the question selection, but also as they go at it, let's say Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton, um, what do you do if uh, they make assertions that you know to be untrue? That's not my job. That's not I, I do not believe that it's my job to be a truth squad. It's up to mm. the other person 
to, to catch them on that. I, I certainly going to try to maintain some reasonable semblance of equal time. If one of them is filibustering, I'm going to try to huh. break in respectfully and give the other person a chance to talk. Hmm. But I, I really want it to be about them and it's I want it to be as much of a debate. People often talk that it's simultaneous news conferences. Right. I want it to be as much of a debate as possible. I'm not. Is this the guy who is moderating yeah. debates? <laughs> When candidates said a certain thing and they came back with video of them saying something different. I'm right. sorry, that I'm a little confused by Chris Wallace on that issue because Fox News actually went to tape to try to prove these guys wrong. Including Cruz. Yeah, Including remember, yeah. Ted Cruz. It's maybe even especially Ted Cruz. And I'm, I've seen him hold people accountable before. I, and I'm pretty sure I don't think he follows his own guideline there. And I don't think he should follow that guideline. Yeah. I think you should call him on lies. I'm pretty sure he was right? uh, telling some of the candidates, too, when they tried to call out the other candidates speaking on their lies. Uh, it's not your turn. You just hold on. We'll get to you. Right. You'll get yeah. your chance. Yeah. 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 Because I, yeah. I don't. It's I, pretty I think iffy. I will say in this role, um, in this debate, it's going to be easier to let them fight a little bit because it's not 17 people. It's two. Um, and so, and probably, I don't think it will be three. And it probably it will be, be just two. It probably yeah. will be two. I mean, I don't think Johnson's mm-hmm. going to get to 15%. And I keep saying this, like, the problem with Johnson is if he gets to 15% and gets in the debates, he'll immediately go to 5% because people will see him talking. <laughs> uh, so or that's less. It. It's not necessary. Like, the, the best yeah. thing that can happen to Gary Johnson is to get to 14%. <laughs> Stay there until the debates are over. Uh, yeah. He's not, yeah. he's not good at that. Not but, good. But I will say... Um, I don't want there, – there's a, there's a line there, and I don't want it to be the type of thing where the person's just constantly – like, I didn't like the video thing, per se. I mean, I, I didn't I, like it either. I didn't really but like it. But he's the one who's saying he, that's not his job, right. and then he's doing that. Yeah. So uh, but I mean, a little I, disingenuous I, It's tough, best. though. I mean, I guess if, 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 I think if you have to just give the other candidate – the opportunity to do it. If you're giving, if it's only two candidates, and you say like Donald Trump comes out and says, "Well, you know what? I uh, I pose the Iraq War from b- the beginning," um, and then you know, I guess it's Hillary Clinton's job to say, "Well, actually, you're on tape saying you wanted it before it started." Yeah. And there's no record of you disagreeing with it until way after. Is he talking um, only about debates though, or is he also talking about his job on I, you know the I Sunday program? I think he's program. talking just about debates. Uh, because you're right, on the Sunday program, he does it all the time. does it all the time. I mean, he has a debate with the candidate. But it's interesting because he did it in the debates, too. So I'm not yeah. sure to what he's referring. Right, because it was it him. I know places. Megan Kelly was there. Yeah, she did he it. was definitely there, he and was he there, did right? it. Yeah, yeah, I thought so. That's weird. Uh, all right, more Pat and Stu coming up in a minute. It is our job to call these people out on yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Even we are news a people. Squad. We are a news squad. That's why we have yeah. Jeff, because he can come beat up the people who lie. Right. So he's no. eaten 94 people who have lied. He's, he's eaten them. Eating them whole. That's not what he swallowed them whole. Remember that? Remember that? That's what he's saying here, Jeff. Back. If you'd like to get in touch with us today, we would. Pat and Stu. Now you're already oh, pretty much in okay. touch since you're right in front of the camera. Okay, so I don't need to call. No, nah, you don't. Okay, good. Yeah. Uh, Pierce Morgan uh, is a douche. I think he's. Uh, I think that's verified, right? It we is. have he's substantiation a... on that. In fact, not just a douche. 
He's a Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Famer. Yes. Though I, I, and someone asked a really important question, I thought, this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe it was actually earlier last week. And said, hey, is Alan Grayson going to get kicked out of the Douche Hall of Fame because he lost his Senate election? He's going to probably disappear into complete obscurity. Um, and there is a relevancy clause, as you may know, in the Douche Hall of Fame. You say, well, Piers Morgan is no longer at all relevant to our society, right? right. Like, I mean, he's a complete zilch. Yeah. Um, so why why is he in the Douche Hall of Fame? And this is important for people to understand. Once you're in, you're in. There is no kicking someone out of yeah. the Douche Hall of Fame. Right. It doesn't matter. It's he- like discovering that a baseball Hall of Fame member you know, did something really seedy during his career. Right. Well, it's too late. Now. It's too late. Too late. He's already in. fact, in. even if, like, let's just say, I, I don't have a great example of this, uh, but someone mm-hmm. uh, begins their life as a, an annoying uh, liberal and, um, and then has a conversion uh, after they're in the Douche Hall of Fame and becomes mm-hmm. an incredible conservative. They mm-hmm. would remain in. The Douche Hall yeah, of there's Fame. There's not going to yes, be any uh, former member of the Douche Hall no. of Fame. No. 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 You're no. in, you're in. And I think if you become a conservative, you become a good guy, you look at that and say, you know what, that part of my life is gone. Yeah. And I'm proud that that is still there Reminder. so I can remind myself right, right. the person I used to be. How far I've come. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's, yeah. it, that's an important distinction. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, it serves as not only uh, a place uh, of honor mm-hmm. for, for these uh, douches, mm-hmm. But also a reminder if they ever renounce their douchiness as to how douchey they once were. Right. So you never lose it's important. The stain. No, of the you do not. Thing. No, you I do not. <laughs> so, so I mean, Ty Cobb, for instance, is rumored to have killed somebody, isn't he? I mean, beat somebody yeah, to death. I think he was not a not a pleasant person, apparently, and uh, and he's still in the Baseball Hall of Fame. And our restrictions are even more stringent. Oh yeah, once you're in, so you are. You're in. So You're in. Uh, anyway, you deserve it. So why are we talking about Piers Morgan? Uh, because he was on Good Morning Britain, which is again a show that is not relevant uh, to the United wow. States. Good Morning Britain is uh, that where he is now? Yeah, uh, I guess. Um, wow. But he was talking about uh, one of these one of these you know, nineteen thousand Facebook hunting controversies that happen every day. Yeah, this was a pretty big one. Can you walk through the story? Real I, know, I, I, I don't know, know the uh, the Piers story, although I, I could take a look. Not but the I Piers know, the part, girl. But oh, yeah, the, the girl, girl goes hunting with her father. Yeah, and she posts a picture of her killing of. The last one was a giraffe. Yes. And, uh, she shot a giraffe yeah. in Africa? Yes. And in where most giraffes hunter. live. That's correct. If I'm not yeah. mistaken. I, I, I was not a lot roaming around Texas. No, but and the ones that are are usually in zoos, and <laughs> yeah, those are protected. Yes. And those people get yeah. pissed when you shoot their animals. Yes, they I do. I just want you to know. <laughs> yeah, so don't Man, do it. Man, yeah, you shouldn't don't do that. shoot Man. the zoo animals. Not that. a good place I to sh- go hunting. No, they do not like that at all. It's not really fair. You know what I mean? It's not fair. Well, it might not be fair, but it seems like he has personal experience. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, uh, so what? So okay. So that, and then everyone was like, "Oh, that's so mean." Basically, yeah, because she did. She did a photo with the giraffe, right? It's the dead giraffe, and she's doing it. Which to Uh, me, look, I mean, I'm out of the mainstream on this particular topic. That is weird to me. Like I. Like kill, with posing the kill? with the dead with animal. Like I don't know. To me, it's like it's like when my you know my dog brings in the dead bird. Like I'm not really all that proud of you. Yeah, I was too close with my dog's dead too. birds all the time. Really? You Aren't you Instagramming huh. those? No, dog got another one. <laughs> I, I, but I understand that there's obviously I know, there's skill a, involved, yes. and it's it's I like I'm not yeah. in that culture. Uh, I'm not in neither. the hunting culture. Yeah. I, I don't look. like to kill things. I, I don't. But you know, 
But uh, again, people do, I mean, people do this, and obviously it's a yeah. difficult thing to do. A lot do, of money so. paid to go out there and shoot sure. those animals. So, so if you I get, get one, get the just, picture. I'm just saying, you know, it's just not my thing. Um, but here's Piers talking about it in an interesting fashion. How would you feel if I came to your house one day and I hunted down your pet cat and I killed it and I then posted pictures of me celebrating the slaughter of your pet cat? What? Huh? Your pet cat? Well, I think that's a trick question. Yeah. Because you that giraffe would, wasn't your pet. So nothing, nothing that tricky giraffe about, wasn't your there's pet. There's nothing tricky about that question. Because well, I've, noticed, giraffe, I've, noticed, I've noticed on her Facebook page there's a real weird situation where you have these pictures of these slaughtered animals and then you have lots of cuddly pictures of this nice cat. So An animal's so an animal, I'm, right? So you're saying I'm, that those pictures are of those animals, those animals are your pets or yeah, somebody else's pets? I'm not allowed to have pets because I hunt. No, I'm That's just saying how of, would you feel if I came and I killed your pet I would cat like it. and I, pr- I posted Douche. pictures of me celebrating the killing? Would you like no. it? You know what, that would be your choice because I've never killed a pet and most hunters don't kill pets. So that there is kind of a derogatory question that just falls back onto the same people that are putting those comments on Facebook about killing another human being. How can people even process those kind of things in their mind? We would never think to go out and kill somebody's pet. He looks and sounds a little like uh, uh, Reynolds, uh, you know, that actor. What's his name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish, I wish yeah. you would have said, uh, and, Good looking guy. Uh, you know, Sounds if you like... were cut to come into my house and attempt to shoot my cat, I'll I would shoot, shoot you, you in the head, you yeah. douchebag. Yeah, no I'll kidding. Shoot you. I mean, I, and, and aren't you a member, by the way, Peers, of uh, Pat and Stu's Douche <laughs> Hall of Fame? I know. Now, I'm seeing why. Come on now. Once Thank again, you. you need to be prepared for an interview like that. <laughs> you need to have the plaque. Right. At least a printout. How many of the times have we uh, said it? Yeah, Thank just, you. Anytime you get an issue with with someone in the Douche Hall of Fame, you just hold it up. I mean, yeah. it's, it ends the argument. It ends. Um, I, you know, it's funny because obviously, uh, as you'd expect from Piers, but Morgan, they handled that really well because they were right. I mean, what's the correlation here? Killing. Our pet. Was the giraffe your pet? I mean, because we didn't find him in your house, Piers. I don't know if you know that. Yeah, the issue. He's here too is tall for your house. <laughs> Although so. for his house, I don't know. Maybe it's yeah, not. maybe. Uh, I mean, maybe he's got a ninety-foot roof. I don't to, know. He has to fit his head in there, so who knows how big the house is? Uh, I would say that uh, it's an interesting uh, idea in Jeez. that, but a stupid argument, right? Stupid. Like, you know, the, the point is with a pet. It's it's a pet. It's your. It's a particular. You own the pet. Um, mm-hmm. It is yours. So right there, you have a private um, ownership aspect of this that is not applicable to the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, look, you can make an argument, obviously, that, uh, you know, uh, killing animals is bad. And we do have a weird thing that we do, I think, where we, uh, you know, I, I've, we've talked about it before, where um, we are, uh, we mm-hmm. pick certain animals that we... Stupid Gears vegetarian <laughs> is coming out there. No, I, I made this way more. Stupid Gears vegetarianism is beginning to show forth. I do think it's odd. <laughs> it's an odd thing that and we do. And now vegetarian corner with Stupid <laughs> And Gear. now vegetarian propaganda 101. <laughs> no, I, and I, this is, I don't think even... It's, it's odd oh. how we... Uh, draw a line? Draw a weird line, which is... Yeah. One certain, is the animals in Africa, and the other is... The no. animals in your house? Uh, no, no, and that's not the line I'm describing. Okay. But thank you. If I could finish my point, I could describe it to you. Uh, no, the point is that we pick certain species that we defend uh-huh. to some insane, insane level. In fact, many people, you'll see it on Facebook, will put the lives of a cat 
above the life of a human being. Oh, yeah, they will. Right? Like, yes. uh, you hear, the, I mean, they will threaten mm-hmm. to murder people like yeah. these hunters. Well, and they have they, threatened her. They have. Yeah. And it's, it's, an, it's a weird line that we draw there in that, like, some species we don't have that passion for. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, obviously the ones that we eat, the ones that we... Uh, is it, a cow. A cow. We, for instance. We, generally speaking, don't give a crap about a them. A cow is killable and eatable, right. whereas a dog is not. So it's a, it's an interesting cultural line. If but a dog a, tasted good, though, we'd probably kill him and eat him. Is that the only line? Yeah, it's the think, only line. I don't think it They're is. They're cute, too. They're cuter They're than adult, cows. Yes, I think there's a cuteness line. Yeah. There's a personality <laughs> line. Like, cows are just boring. They just <laughs> stand there and moo in a <laughs> you know, They don't often cute I mean, that's not fun. And all that no, stuff. no they nor do I want them to. Plus, right. you got to kill a lot more dogs to get to the meat you can get out of one cow. <laughs> right. Right. And when a cow poops in your house, it's a little bit worse than it when your dog does the same worse. thing. Um, but I do think that like, there's a, a weird cultural line, but that cultural line has been drawn over a long period of time. Yeah, I mean, and it, we're kind of living with it now. Yeah, we're there. You can make personal choices that are different. Mm-hmm. However, like to act as if it's the same thing uh, for an, a, a, a giraffe, an even worse example, a lion, which is actually killing people in, in Zimbabwe. Yeah. That we can't take one of them yeah. out. Oh, and it's as a side a- note, too, uh, they did uh, donate the meat to the village. Uh, that family, the uh, daughter uh, and the, the giraffe. Yeah. So they actually fed people. So they fed people, the village and paid to go over there and kill it. Even so. as an annoying vegetarian propagandist, I believe human life is a priority over animal life. <laughs> I would uh, think so. In, in every instance. Do they like giraffe meat in that village? Oh, you that? cook that up just right with a little ketchup. You're good Tastes to go. just like chicken. Uh, more patent stew coming up in a second. Giraffe. giraffe might be all right. Next, a, next a little stringy, but that's I don't know. Well. Stringy. I, I wouldn't want to eat a giraffe. Why, though? Gaming. Might, well, might be, gaming. but we don't know. So, uh, I, mean, I don't know, but I really strongly suspect. Is it muscular? Yeah, aspect? when That's they're in the game. wild like that. Yeah. So screw the elections. Big news this weekend. Of course, uh, Philadelphia Eagles traded the, their starting quarterback, Sam Bradford, to the Minnesota Vikings. Wow. Uh, wow. Got a one and a four. Saw and it could that. be as high as a two. They could get a one and a two, depending on what Minnesota does this year. Really? Which would be a huge uh, value for Sam That's Bradford. really big. Um, I think, honestly, their plan was probably to play him this year, let him have a good year, and then trade him anyway, because they have the number two overall pick in the draft from last year to play. What's, oh, what I find interesting about this um, to the non-Eagle-obsessed audience is this is a guy that played at North Dakota State last year and was out hurt, was hurt for half the year. Uh, yeah, the and, new guy that they're going to they're yeah, going to Carson start Wentz. now. Yep. Yeah. And they're now announcing he's going to be the quarterback game one. Wow. So, so he goes from North Dakota you, State to, to the, the Philadelphia NFL. Eagles and is starting game, game one. The job to have wow. is Chase Daniels' job. Yes. Just be number two for 25 years and make millions of dollars. He's making $7 million a year millions to be of the dollars. backup to a guy and they just drafted. Never and never plays. plays. And he played in the preseason. Did he, not look good. I mean, he played, but, I mean, he's played a couple of games. Yeah, you know, he's had for, When he was in uh, New Orleans. New Orleans and Kansas City. And then City. Kansas City, but wow. he barely gets dirty, man. Really? For $7 a year? Yeah. Something. That's a good gig. That's a good gig. Kind of like your gig, except for, you know. The, seven the, million. Well, you don't get any sound. Minus seven million, you know. Except for that part.
Uh, well, you know, I don't know. Is it? Uh, should we do the Jeffy segment here? Uh, should we hold it? I, I mean, mean, most people don't like Jeffy segment, so. Right. You know, I think a lot of... They begged us not to do them because a lot of times you got to look at him. Yeah, here's the thing. So. We, we keep getting this complaint over and over and over again. We don't... It's like we're like... You think of us, us at the Pat and Sue show like a, fo- like a football team, right? Like where mm-hmm. Pat and I are like, let's say, the head coach. Mm-hmm. Okay? Um, we are not the general really? manager of the team. Right. So we do not control the personnel. We can't help the fact that Jeffy is on the show. That is, I mean, we get this all the time. Why don't you get rid of him? Well, that's not – we don't make those decisions. That's not our, mm-hmm. our jobs. Our job is to try to make the best out of a bad situation, <laughs> uh, which is Jeffy being employed. So mm. what we I do mean, – You've come quite a ways. You've got my name mm. off the title of the show. <laughs> not even – Well, it was never there. So. It was never there. So we didn't yeah. get it off. To, to, to no. Be, to be to honest. To be honest, we didn't, it was never there. So. And we always – you know, like you, you might notice uh, – like Glenn was showing off one of his new sets today. <laughs> Um, which uh, we believe cost somewhere between nine and twelve billion dollars. Uh, it's this awesome new city's building for a show that has not aired yet. I would say that it was. It's over twelve. <laughs> yeah, over it's twelve over billion. 12. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and you might notice our set is worth eight dollars. Um, and you and might 30, say thirty-eight cents. Eight dollars and thirty-eight. Right. Cents. Yes, thirty-eight cents. Yeah. Um, and you might say, hey, wait a minute. Uh, that kind of shows that they don't really uh, care about your show, which would be an interesting point of evidence there. However, mm-hmm. the main point is they stick Jeffy on the show. Like, we, they could put Jeffy on Dana's show if they didn't care about Dana's show, but they do mm-hmm. care about Dana's show. They could put it on Tommy's show. They could put him on Tommy's show. But they don't, they, mm-hmm. you know, but they like Tommy's show. They, well, they, they put him on this show to punish <laughs> us for something that we've done in the past that we don't know about, perhaps a previous life. And that leads us to the Jeffy segment. <laughs> Here are some stories that Jeffy found and felt like sharing with us so we don't have to talk anymore. Is there a better segment in television? <laughs> and there's certainly not a better uh, musical interlude. No, no, that's no, right. of course um, not. <laughs> no. And again, that was it shows how much we cared yeah. about no. the Jeffy segment. And it shows the level of money we're spending on <laughs> yeah. production for this show, Doesn't too. Doesn't it, though? Yeah, in case you're wondering, that was the 38 cents <laughs> yes. of the 8,000 uh, that was spent on that. Okay. The rest of the show cost $8, <laughs> and that was 38 cents. Jeffy? So, so you did you know that uh, really no, I didn't, uh, I didn't know stealing that. from... Uh, Walmart or Target, it shouldn't uh-huh. be illegal. It shouldn't be illegal? It shouldn't be illegal. Why would you? That just, that's just stupid of you to think that. Why? Everett D. Mitchell, Director of Community Relations at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, that should about sum up yeah, his no new readings, uh, believes that. And you can see this clip here from him at, at their uh, pol- best policing practices gathering, okay. which is uh, <clears throat> great, great. So here he is. Shoplifting is not a crime. Some people is a demonstration that we have gotten to a place where we no longer are able to uh, define what safety means for us. So Jeffy there on the end? Because we don't cannot define what that safety means. It is now being redefined over and over again. No, the guy's got a broken finger. That's not Jeffy. We want them to defend for us, right? I don't know about you all, and I I don't know if it's being taped. I may not ever get a job at Walmart, but I just don't think that they should be prosecuting cases go. or going up cases for people who steal from Walmart. I'm just, I just don't yeah. think that, right? Yeah. I don't think Target and all the other places, the big box that have insurance, they should be used as justification, the fact that people steal what? from there, justification to start engaging in aggressive police practices, right? I go to what? these meetings and that's what they throw up on the table. Look at where all this crime is happening. At the East Town, at the West Town, all at the Walmarts and Targets, 
It's, that's, that's why crime is happening. That's why we have to focus so much. You remember that, Eric? They do that all the time. What? To justify why they're going to over-police our children. Over-police. So... What they're saying is that because they're using the, uh, since they go after the shoplifters and mm-hmm. the big box stores that have insurance, mm-hmm. Walmart, Target, <laughs> mm. uh, which they shouldn't do, according to everyone. Well, and if they didn't, their insurance rates wouldn't go up. No, you know, that would be fine. Yeah, everything would be fine if they just let people steal from it. Yeah, they'd yeah. have plenty of inventory. <laughs> Can you imagine well, what their insurance would be? That is the most asinine. One of the most asinine. I mean, it's hard to really pin that down now. <laughs> The one of the most asinine things I've ever seen in my life. You shouldn't process. It's not a crime to shoplift. No, he, well, he's just saying they shouldn't. They shouldn't uh, prosecute it. You right, still call because, it a crime because but number they, one, Walmart and Target are evil, right? They're, right. they're bad people right. who because they right. have a lot of stores and they make a lot of money. Yep. Right. And then the second part of that is they have insurance, which is the most ridiculous argument ever because they wouldn't have insurance. No, they would not. They and would. if you didn't prosecute anybody for shoplifting at Walmart, everyone would shoplift at Walmart. Right. And then they wouldn't be able to afford and the insurance and wouldn't have it. And they'd be out of business. People in the stores. They'd right. be, or, or they'd be out of business. And it, it would just. Uh, it, I mean, I just I mean, but with that, yeah, with that is is there's you know because of that we're able or they're able to uh, use that as aggressive policing policies because they're showing hey we've got all this crime we need to have a stronger police force well just stop just stop yeah stop stealing is there any mm-hmm. like uh, is there any ever, and he's talking ever, about his children going and shoplifting it yeah. well police your children yourself then right. and don't let them go to Walmart and shoplift you. it goes for every criminal uh, wow. who gets caught up in these things and I hear this all the time with uh, libertarians and the drug crimes it's like well drug crimes I mean they're putting people in prison for longer than they should and it hits certain communities more and it's like well I get that and I can understand that there is a philosophical argument to say that maybe they shouldn't be um, uh, prosecuted for some of these crimes, especially if there's no other victims. And I understand all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm fine with, with some of it. But, but there, there are a lot of laws that I think are stupid. And you know what I do? Disregard I, them? I, you just no. disregard them all? No, Pat. Really? No. Huh. I, I for weird. example, find the tax rates to what be too high. What about a stoplight? I, I don't like stoplights. Right. <laughs> I don't like to have to be stopped, stopped by so an inanimate go. object, so I just go through the intersection. Right, and you know what? Did you know this, Pat? Uh, that um, uh, stoplights um, uh, hit the rich more because they all have cars. That's right. Um, you know, people That's who right. are poor and don't have cars never get a stoplight there violation. There should not Thank be you. stoplights. Um, so we should get Thank rid you. of the stoplight violation. It's a stupid. You follow the law. Yeah. I don't like the tax rates. In this country, they're too high Way to too me. High. But that doesn't mean I choose eight percent and start paying eight percent. I pay the rate that the law apply as the law applies well, to they, me. They shouldn't prosecute uh, tax evaders because <laughs> they have insurance. And if they didn't, yeah, well, the federal government has insurance. Yeah, exactly. Right, the federal government has. You know, they they have all kinds of ways yeah, to get no. income from citizens. They get tariffs like and taxes. I, I do it like that. Yeah, I, like I that agree too. with not prosecuting tax evaders. I like that evaders, too, but then, but then if, if you don't prosecute tax evaders, what happens? <laughs> they go on living productive lives. Yeah, everyone yeah. evades taxes. Yeah, uh, and, look, at, look uh, at Greece. This is what happened in oof. Greece. Yeah. Um, they had, That's uh, exactly what happened. It was, it was a fundamental part of mm-hmm. uh, the culture yeah. that people skimped on their taxes all the time. And they would pay off people, and they would bribe people, but they would pay almost nothing in taxes, even people who were very wealthy there. And not, not, not as a loophole in the law, they just wouldn't pay. 
And it became so culturally uh, problematic, combined with a large government that w promised everything to everybody, that uh, they had a huge financial collapse. And that theirs was really based more on government policy and the fact that people didn't pay taxes. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so those they, that can happen. Um, and if you start doing this thing where you're going to like basically, I mean, the border is a great example of this. We talked about it on the air today. We treat the border, crossing the border, coming here to work as, eh, all right, you shouldn't have probably done that maybe, but whatever, you can stay. Let's figure out a, a sensible way to make, let you guys stay legally. That's mm -hmm. how we treat that issue. So, of course, people in Mexico look at this and say, well, they don't care about it. It's not really a crime there. It's like, you know, rolling through a stop sign or you know, going five miles an hour over the speed limit. It's not a big deal. Mm -hmm. So we, we can go and not feel bad about it. And I think that is a part of the calculus for someone <laughs> crossing the border like that. They just don't care because we don't treat it seriously. Yeah. So if we stopped treating shoplifting seriously, people wouldn't care and they'd start taking things uh, and not think it's a big deal. That's what happens. It's called being a nation of laws. And it's called we have a it's country. It's called we have a country. I was just about to go there. It, Trump is right on that. Yes. It, I, mean, I mean, he either, says it horribly, but either he's right. we have a country or we don't. And he says that all the time, but it's really true. If you don't enforce your laws, you're not going to have a country for very long because it's going to be overrun and it's going to collapse from within. What else you got, Jeffy? What else? Was that it? Uh, I'm in my Are you computer. completely done? I'm plugging in my computer right now. Nope. Hold on. No, we can All talk right. a little bit about... Uh, hell, why wouldn't you plug it? We just had a break I mean, at the top uh, of the hour. I, I did have it plugged into the back of my computer. However, the under plug was not plugged into the actual So was that the current. fault of the plug or your computer that you didn't plug in the other side of the plug? Which, it was the fault of the floor director who was supposed to do that. Oh, <laughs> I you see. As they, set up, uh -huh. as they set up this little $8.38 set that we're on, uh -huh. this is supposed to be plugged in. Well, bad news, we don't have a floor director anymore, so it's going to get worse. <laughs> So I guess I need to put that on my to-do list. <laughs> All right, what else you got, Chuck? Uh, we can talk a little bit about uh, shoplifting and stealing things from people's yard. Sometimes karma gets back to you when you don't want uh, uh, people to take your signs. One of my favorite stories was from Indianapolis. A guy has a, a Trump sign in his yard, and he had it stolen before, ripped down. So he taped it back up, and he put cameras out, and he put a little fish line hooked up to it so that uh, oh, yeah. he could uh, film people trying to take a sign. And this okay. lady, uh, instant karma, takes the sign, whoop, over the fish wire, face plant into the concrete. <laughs> really? So, I mean, oh, I've, that's priceless. It is fantastic. And I know that, uh, you know. That's great. I know that it's, uh, you know, it's a Trump sign. But even this guy yeah, said. I don't care. This That's guy said awesome. whether it's Bernie or Hillary or a Trump sign, you can disagree with whatever you want, but. Leave it alone. It's uh, not yeah. yours. Uh, as you know, I'm that's not a big great. Donald Trump fan, but that's awesome. I know, that's fantastic. That's awesome. That's awesome. And she deserves every bit oh, of it. Oh, my. Every bit of it. Yeah. Yeah. Every second of it. My favorite, and plus, one of the things that uh, you like to do, Stu, is uh, actually quote Donald Trump. Yes. Uh, and exactly what he says. Not the gist. Right. Mm -hmm. not I'm the, not trying to explain it for Not him. the reporter's say, explanation, but mm -hmm. the gist of what he said. And his answer to uh, Laura Ingram mm -hmm. uh, on his uh, Mexico trip and why he didn't, uh, why he didn't uh, discuss uh, who would pay for the wall when he went to Mexico. Yeah, because she, she asked him? Or? Uh, she did. Uh, she it's kind did. of a it, tough question. Uh, from, his, uh, uh, his direct answer off. Somebody in the bag for him. All right. No, no, I didn't say. I didn't say that. No, no, I just saw it on television. Actually, I said, no, we did discuss the wall. And I actually said that what? and... You know, I guess it was a question that was asked. I said, 
They said, did you discuss the wall? I said, we did discuss the wall. So the wall was basically discussed. What Just wanted to... the hell? <laughs> what? <laughs> what the hell was that? Is that real? That, like, according... Yes. According to this story. You know that's real. That sounds just like I mean, it does sound like him, but I mean, I can't even get the gist out of that. What the hell is he saying? Did he discuss the wall or not? I don't even know. Read that again, word for word. this is great. Verbatim. One more time, Jeff. Some some people would call it verbatim. She asked him why he claimed that he and the president didn't discuss who would pay for the wall. Mm -hmm. No, no, I didn't say. I didn't say that. No, no, I just saw it on television. Actually, I said, no, we did discuss the wall. And I actually said that, and, you know, I guess it was a question that was asked. I said, they said, did you discuss the wall? I said, we did discuss the wall. So the wall was basically discussed. <laughs> that is, I mean, that is That's not, not even the same language we, we speak. <laughs> I, I don't know what the hell his first language is, but it's not English. It is not English. That is unbelievable. And I love the Hannity thing, you know, when he was disparaging us last week by saying that we're just crybabies and, and we can't get over the cruise thing. It, it will be what? Because he, he doesn't speak really well? He doesn't speak really well. <laughs> is it because his language isn't exactly precise? Yeah, yes, Sean. It's because it, his Sean. language is not exactly precise. Listen to that imprecise <laughs> language. That's not even English. I, I, do you want an absolute buffoon for president? And apparently the answer for many is yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I mean... It, you can make fun of George W. Bush for some of his stuff. You know, like he grasped for words. And, and we sometimes all it wasn't we a complicated word. And we've all we've all done that. But, it, you know, with George W. It was like a, uh, they said something to me the other day. And I thought it was uh, I thought what they said to me uh, in this particular case. Uh, and he's saying that because he's groping for the right word was uh, it was uh, what they said uh, to me at the time was. Uh, uh, it was good. <laughs> I mean, it's like, yeah, it's really? Almost, yeah, it was, it was a word. That but was it was almost charming because it wasn't, it wasn't really but stupid. It was just not, you know, it just took him a while to get around to saying a very common word that he couldn't think of right at the moment. Yeah, and sometimes Trump just... This guy, is, I don't even know yeah. what's going through his head. Sometimes Trump is, you know, he just says things uh, in a way that is not articulate or not mm-hmm. precise. That's not what you're seeing here with this clip. No. That's Donald Trump trying to lie his trying way out to of it. lie his way out of a controversy. Definitely. Because he because let's be honest what happened here. The Mexican president told him uh, that he was not going to pay for the wall. Right. Donald Trump didn't want that coming out of the press conference, so he lied to everyone and mm-hmm. said they didn't they didn't discuss mm-hmm. it. Uh, and then came back realize that the Mexican president has now come out and said they did talk about it, then inserted a line into his speech uh, that night to say the Mexicans are going to pay for the wall. Mr. Tough Guy, when he's not on their soil, now he's all by himself. Now he's Mr. he said Tough they guy. did talk about the wall. And now this question is, well, they did talk about the wall, but he's not talking. That's not what she asked. She asked if, if they talked about paying for the wall. Right. So he's trying to say they talked about the wall, but they Without didn't talk discussing. about it. But he even pay. said, Without didn't he? Did he not say they didn't talk about it at all? Didn't he, didn't he come back well, that and was say, the first one. The "Yeah, press, we didn't talk about it." Well, they and didn't talk about the, the payment. They did talk about the wall. He said in the press conference they talked about the wall. He tried to make it seem like they agreed on the wall, which he was walking another weird fine line right. there, saying that 
they agreed about the opportunity for a nation to be able to build a wall on their soil. Which we're is supposed different. to know, keep in mind. We're supposed to ignore all of this. We're supposed to ignore all this and say that he's telling the truth and yeah. he speaks, tells it like it is, because uh-huh. he's not a politician. Uh-huh. That's exactly what a politician would do. Yeah. Except they would do it better. Better, a lot better. And that's the only part of him that's not a politician. He just can't do it well. Right. It's or like, as he would say, he can't do it good. Yeah. That, I mean, it's like it's like his inability to pull off the most basic tasks it gives him credit he gets credit for it yes he does like hey he can't yes. talk therefore we vote for him it's so when uh, why insane. because i'm mad i'm mad i've had enough i want to win uh, okay well i can't help you then mm. i just can't help you <laughs> uh, <laughs> apparently not because you could have picked anybody else and won uh, yes I, I say honestly do you believe this statement is true uh it's a two-part statement Number one, if any other Republican was in the race, they would be crushing Hillary Clinton. I don't think Gilmore. If you want an honest answer to that, I don't think Gilmore. Gilmore would. I, I really, I'm sorry, hell? Jeffy. Are you talking I, about Pat Gray? I don't think Jim Gilmore would be winning. I really don't. We're talking about okay. the same okay. Jim Gilmore. I don't. How about I? Now the and, rest of them, I don't like. I think Jeb Bush would be winning right yep, now. Yeah. I think. Well, I know Marco Rubio. Ted Cruz, yes. Rand Paul, uh, maybe Bobby Jindal, Chris Christie. Chris Christie yep. would be winning. Um, who else was on the left? John uh, Kasich. Kasich w- might. Uh, uh, he's pretty no bad. He's pretty no, bad. Kasich's bad. I don't no know way. about Kasich. No way. Kasich and Gilmore. I'm not sure about. But, but I mean, we don't, the we, other 15 candidates, not, yeah. I think they'd be winning. I think they'd be winning. Pataki. Maybe not. Yeah, maybe not. But the, my point here, first of all, Pataki's too close. And to I, I, put your earmuffs for a second, Jeffy. Can you put your earmuffs on? Put your hands over your ears. If you're... Because <laughs> Gilmore and Patanga wouldn't say we're serious candidates. I'm going to throw something. <laughs> right. Get the break right oh, now. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, I had to say it. Uh, Gilmore and Patanga were not serious Any serious candidate candidates. in the field. And Lindsey Graham. I don't know. Maybe Rick Santorum wouldn't be. I don't know. Maybe. But I'm I saying, generally speaking, any other Republican that had a real chance of winning, how about that, uh, yeah. would be beating Hillary Clinton yes. right now. A- yeah. And let me add to that, any other Democrat would be beating Donald Trump easily right now. Now, Hillary Clinton has a lead. If this was Biden, Biden oh my would be crushing, crushing. Oh, him. Uh, Biden would be up yeah. by eight or nine points be, right now. You talk about a guy. He's got to be kicking be himself. Oh, yes. He would have won Bad. this thing. Yeah. He would have won it big. We didn't need, they didn't need Al Gore. And we thought they probably right. would. They don't need Al Gore. They could have settled for Biden. Well, we didn't know about Trump. Win. We didn't know about Trump Yeah, at that true. time when we were talking about Gore. We didn't, we didn't know about Trump because I mean, wow. you don't, what you need is someone who's not despised. Yeah. Anyone who's not despised crushes Donald Trump. Um, the issue here true. is that the people who are running are, are both Richard Gebhardt wins well, this Dick thing. Gebhardt Going away, man. Dick Gebhardt. That's a stupid Dick, example. He's already president. People have already crowned him president I, I, of I the mean, United look, States. If, you, if Dick, Dick Gebhardt wanted it, he would have it. Okay, that's, all he had to do was say. I want it, you and we yeah, we would have given it to him, even if it was just so, passive. He didn't even want right. it that bad. Yeah, he just said, "I'll accept yeah, it." Yeah, you it know, if elected, I'll serve, and then we elect. In the Constitution, he just gets it. <laughs> like there's the thing, the get part clause. Yeah, right. Which is right. like if he wants right. to be president, he just is. Yeah, you know, that's yeah, part of the good um, and plenty section. Which is weird because he ran a hundred <laughs> times and failed, but uh, not this time. Not <laughs> this, this time. time he would. So again, my point here is that any competent, <laughs> average Republican beats Hillary Clinton. 
any mm-hmm. competent average Democrat beats Donald Trump. I think that's true. Both yeah. candidates are simultaneous wonderful gifts to the other one. Yeah. They just like the fact the only it's reason really either of them are competitive is because that other person is running. Yeah. I think you're right. It's kind of incredible when you think it about sure it. Sure is. It's more than really, kind of. Both of them have the only set of circumstances <laughs> that could give them a chance to win the presidency. Happen. Indeed. They're Indeed. both really lucky. Uh, look, is your home at risk? Uh, it turns out a lot of our homes are, in fact, 55% of them are located in what are known as danger zones, which doesn't sound good to me. There's actually a so. highway that has been built to those homes. The highway to the danger, danger zones? zones? Okay. All right. Now, the issue, this is not about that highway, however, which is a toll road, by the way. You should know that. Uh, but this is about uh, your chance to... It must be per- in Dallas, because yeah. almost every road is a toll road <laughs> it, it here. Is. Um, uh, look, the bottom line is, uh, you want to get prepared? You want to get prepared for something like a natural disaster? $99 will get you in uh, with cow. my Patriot Supply. Uh, now, $99 uh, is a great deal. It's uh, If you order today, they're going to give you four weeks of food for that price, um, which is a very reasonable price for food that not only is good, but runs for uh, 40, uh, or will last for 25 years. And actually, even after you open it, it still lasts for a year. Wow. Which is, is kind of cool. But what we would recommend is that you not wait for a disaster to strike, because if you do, it's too late. Get prepared now. Go to preparewiththeblaze.com. It's really easy. Just preparewiththeblaze.com. Or you could call them, too, if you don't have Internet access. 888-411-5290. Limit two per caller. Online, preparewiththeblaze.com or at 888-411-5290. Oh, the Val and Sal. Maybe things of the past. I'm concerned about that. You? Stu, Val and Sal. Uh, no. No? You're not concerned about that? They might eliminate the valedictorian and salutatorian, which is, you know, the top two kids in the class. Uh, Why? Because it's uh, a... It's a competition. And some people feel badly when they don't win. Jeffy? You can't have that. I felt bad when I didn't win. Yeah, did you? I didn't really give a rat's ass, to tell you the truth. uh, I know it's a surprise. You say it as if it's been one time with one thing where you didn't win. Uh Uh-huh. Huh. So, I mean, that doesn't mean I have to like it. Oh, okay. I just you said right. it. You indicated like it was a so, like a solitary event that when you didn't win. And I just want to make sure it's clear that you the valedictorian like, was a solid. well, yeah, but you lose, you know, at, throughout life. But we're just talking about the valedictorian. What right I'm now. trying to say is <laughs> okay. So yeah, that is uh, of course because it's too too much competition. Right. Yeah. You did you care? I mean, were you? I, I was not valedictorian at my high school. New. No. Did not. I did not. Uh-huh. Uh, but, I did not. But the thing that. is, did. But, but the whole point behind that is, okay. Uh-huh. Were you pissed because somebody else got no, it? No, because they spent more well, time agonizing. on studies than I did. I, I didn't care. No. That's it was ridiculous. really not my priority in high school. Surprisingly, I had some other priorities, and uh, I'm trying to think. Of who, and, I, and so my studies uh, suffered a little bit from it, but I, you know, did I pretty even, well. I can't. Like, can you? Can you in your head think of who? The valedictorian. No idea. Was. Don't know. Don't care. No. Can you, Jeffy? Could you put no. in? I, I don't know for sure. The, I, I think you might actually know who the valedictorian of my class was, um, which is, uh, I think, really? it was Erica Hill, 
who is uh, a new Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I yeah. think it was her. I, can't, really? I could be wrong on that. I don't, for some reason in my head, I think it was her. And she's a, She'd be a, a highly, good valedictorian. Right, highly accomplished uh, uh, person. Journalist. She's a journalist. Mm-hmm. She, I think she's over at CNN Headline News now, I think. She's, she was at uh, the, the Today Show. Yeah. And I don't know. I, th- I think she was it, now that I think about it. But mm-hmm. honestly, I, I mean, I can't even remember... I certainly, certainly wasn't me. I showed up like, you know, one out of every 12 days, especially my senior year. Um, yeah. The, uh, I, I'm trying to think. Uh, I can't. Hey, you had like three people going to your high school. Mine? Well, yes. after, you mean I, after all the murders? Right, after yes. all the murders. There were three of us left. <laughs> Usually we had, we had a graduating hey. class of 460 or something. Um, oh, the, yeah. Did the entire state go to your high school? <laughs> no. No. Uh, Helen is a massive city. I guess uh, so. I of, apologize. Uh, 30,000 people. Whoa. Uh, Jeffy, maybe you don't understand. I don't. I apologize. It had two high schools in it and still does. What? Both high schools are double A, the highest classification in the state of Montana, with around 1,400 students That's each. So they can play each other. So, yeah, they got to have somebody. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I don't remember even who valedictorian was, and I don't care. And, and, yeah. and I mean, does that is that a, does it set the standard for who's going to succeed in life and who's not? No, I don't no. think so. No, I so mean, if you let that rule your life, like, oh, I don't win valedictorian or salutatorian, so I'm a loser and I'm never going to amount to anything. Well, you're you're kind of silly then. You're you're stupid uh, if that's the case. Um, but uh, they've got all these students, he says, and they work very hard and become very distinguished in their academic career. And we want to be able to recognize more of those students at the end of the given year. So, yeah, don't don't even recognize the top two students. Why would you do that? It just it doesn't make any sense to be. They recognize yet, the collective. Yeah, it continues to happen over and over. So. No matter how many kids you recognize, unless you recognize the whole class, there's going to be somebody left out, right? And they're going to feel bad. So what's the point? Uh, wow. I mean, maybe you just do something where, like, you just come out with, like, the the Jeffy Award uh, and kind of give it to whoever's in last place and just let everyone else believe they're a winner. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, so it's another way to go. Uh, try to avoid last place instead of trying to win first place. And you could call it the Jeffy Award. It's called the, the Jeff Victorian. <laughs> <laughs> so for the person who's fat and kind of dumpy and, st- I don't and know. stupid. I know you're talking about grades. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> he's looking at you with that, that face again. What he's trying to say is, uh, Jeffy... <laughs> <laughs> we, we love you, Jeffy. Yeah, we do. We love you. Except no. I mean, except for the... Yeah, except for I mean, the, the love you The part. associated feelings yeah. that go along with it. <laughs> uh, other than that... More patents, too. We'll coming up in a minute. <clears throat> ish. You know, ish. Could be, could be about three. Or maybe two. Yeah, something. We don't, we don't really know. Uh, or 18, as you might guess. Uh, It just continues. (laughs) Hmm. Hi, it's Pat and Stu. 
you know this uh, editor of Real Clear Markets, right? John Tamney? Yeah, he's, he's great. He's been on uh, Wonderful World of Stew a couple times. Um, he writes really interesting books if you're uh, uh, looking to explain uh, eh, sometimes uh, complicated economic principles with mm. examples that everybody can understand with celebrities and sports figures and things like that. That's cool. He does a really good job uh, talking about that. Okay. He explains to us why income inequality is good. Here's part one. In a free market economy, people become wealthy, making what the rich enjoy today into something almost everybody can enjoy tomorrow. The rich are the test buyers. Consider the cell phone. Now we all have them, but when Motorola manufactured the first one in 1983, it was the size of a brick, had a half-hour battery life, reception was terrible, and calls were very expensive. It cost $4,000. Wow. But if no one had bought that $4,000 brick, there wouldn't be a $40 cell phone today. In the mm. 1960s, a computer cost over a million dollars. Nowadays, thanks to billionaires like Michael Dell, we have incredibly advanced computers that cost us a few hundred dollars. Remember what an out-of-reach luxury flat-screen TVs once were? Only the rich could afford them. Yeah. Today, your living room is essentially your own private cinema. Mm. The free market is about turning scarcity into abundance. What yeah. was once available to the few is now available to the many. Wealth inequality is an important corollary to that truth. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Very true. It was also fascinating to find out that uh, Michael Dell has no eyes. No eyes whatsoever. Or a nose, for that well, matter. He's a, I didn't he's realize. a lizard person. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't realize that in the first place. But. Sad, but true. Um, um, really I, good points there. I, Somebody has to be the test uh, market for really expensive products, and right? And overpay, uh, like, you know, like... And we'll give you a great example of this, uh, Glenn Beck. Uh, yes. Uh, Glenn Beck talked about this on the, uh, on the radio the other day. He got a $10,000 flat screen when they first came out. And I, t- I, did, uh, I was on the Twitter uh, this weekend and posted a picture of, um, of what, something that I saw at Walmart, uh, which was a, the same size screen. He said a 50-inch screen. Or 40-inch screen. I can't remember. 40-inch it, was, it was 40 or 50. I, yeah, I, I can't, can't remember. remember either. But I, I remember going to his house one summer. In fact, I think it was during the, you know, he used to do this uh, party every year, right? In the summertime, invited everybody uh, on the staff of both radio and television, and the Fox personalities came, and everybody came to the thing. And I remember uh, going to the house, and because I I still lived in Houston at the time, and went out there for it, and he, he, he wanted to show me this incredible TV that was actually on the wall. It's a flat screen TV that his wife got him for his, I think, birthday. And it was actually on the wall, and it was like 40 or 50 inches. And nobody could believe it. And I, you know, $10,000 was an amazing price for that because nobody had ever seen anything like it. And so it was really cool that you could have it at all at any price. Right. And of course, only people like Glenn would buy it at $10,000 because he had a lot of money and. could spend it. Right? Same TV is probably well, eight hundred, five hundred, no, four hundred. That was, that was uh, what I post. Yeah. What is post? Uh, do we have the picture by any chance of uh, of from my Twitter? Um, it, it was a uh, Walmart fifty inch. I think it was fifty. It could have been 40. forty. It was 40. 40. 40 inch flat screen TV LCD, which was technology not available. Uh, when so this is a better it was, TV. It than was a got. better TV than the one Glenn had his wall for ten thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. Walmart right now one hundred and ninety eight dollars. Oh my god! And there's, I mean, they're stacked. Jeez. They're stacked up too high. Yeah. Too high, ten deep. Now it's not like the greatest wow. brand in the world, or what I don't know what the brand was, but it's like a hundred and ninety-eight dollars for likely a better TV because absolutely. It, first of all, it's LCD. 
His had to be plasma. It was one of the first ones. I'm sure, ones. yeah. Um, uh, so better mm-hmm. quality. Uh, not to mention, probably has smart TV features where you can play, you know, Netflix oh, on your TV. Oh, you couldn't do that then. No way. Well, didn't even, Netflix didn't even exist. Right. Right? So you can do all of these things, and for 100... Here's a picture. There you go. Look at this. Look, this is incredible. Look, this is real. Put to at Walmart just, just yesterday. Uh, $198 for a 40-inch TV. That's amazing. It's I mean, really, I mean, it's an element TV, which I, I've never heard of. I never have but still, I'll bet the picture is fine. Oh, well, right. yeah. Probably really probably good. go to Samsung uh, for $400, right? And, and, and Samsung might actually, I, mean, I don't yeah. know. I don't know this, but yeah. Samsung usually those big companies are the companies that make these. But yeah, yeah, you're probably yeah, that's true. But you're, I mean, you're 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 off brand a little bit there. But outside of that, I mean, think about that. For 198 dollars, you can make the argument you should have one of these in every single room of your house. Yes, home. absolutely. Like, and those are the kind. I mean, those are the ones that that you get for the extra room or the extra rooms in your house for 200 dollars. And 200 dollars, yeah, 40 inches for for some of us now is just that's it doesn't not even seem possible. I don't even, even see. How the can screen? you even see the screen? You got to be two inches from it to be able to. But that's, I mean, that is incredible. Think about think about what capitalism does. Yeah, Glenn it's unbelievable. spent ten thousand yeah. dollars for a worse TV. Yeah, it's unbelievable. In the 2000s, what was it? 2007? Probably. Eight? No, you said he was at Fox. I think he was. Which would so have been 2009. That yeah. seems a little bit too late for Maybe that. Maybe it was eight. It might have been eight. It might have been the year Maybe before it was CNN. Fox. I don't know. Might have been but it CNN, was, yeah. Yeah, but still. I mean, it was in the, at least the mid-2000s. God, that's uh, crazy. I mean, that's, that's crazy. Man, see that? Now, now I tend to agree with what's-his-face from uh, the University of Wisconsin. It should be okay for me to steal that. <laughs> well, it's not really shoplifting okay. if you take it from Walmart. Thank you. Right? Go well, ahead. I don't understand. Saying. Yeah. Exactly. Can uh, we watch uh, part two of this from uh, John Tanner? We can. This I think is, we can. Uh, I think we have the technology. So let's do that. So, should I resent the people who became wealthy because they have more money than I do? Yes. Or should I be grateful for the economic system that allows them to enrich my life and the lives of millions of other people? This feature of the free market, income inequality, can appear terribly unfair. But with a little further investigation, the real picture becomes clear. Income inequality makes what once seemed like impossible luxuries available to almost everyone. It provides the incentive for creative people to gamble on new ideas. It promotes personal freedom and rewards hard work, talent, and achievement. In sum, income inequality signals that individual liberty, opportunity, and innovation are all present in a free economy. Pretty good for something that's supposed to be so bad. (laughs) Two Mm -hmm. final points. The 1% Club is always open to new members. And you don't have to be in the top 1% to have a very good life. And that, not the existence of the very wealthy, is what matters most. Mm-hmm. And, and further than that, I'm, I, I don't even understand, to, to uncomplicate this completely, I don't even understand why income inequality is a problem for anybody. We've made this point over and over again. How does it hurt me in any way that Glenn makes more money than I do? It doesn't. It, it provides me employment. And you... And J- even Jeffy, who makes a dollar ninety-eight a year, yeah, so, so there's obviously some negatives, <clears throat> some negatives, but there's mostly positives there because you and I are getting paid here right. by a guy who makes more money. So um, they provide employment for one thing. And does it matter that Bill Gates is worth ninety billion dollars and I'm not? No. no. How him. does that? How does his income 
hurt me in any way. The whole reason that income inequality is a problem to begin with is because people buy into this Marxist bullcrap that there's a pie and somebody has taken too much of the pie and so now all I have is a little teeny sliver. I don't have enough pie. Wealth is not a pie. It's an ocean. Go get your own. Go get it and and back up a truck into it and, and load up your dumpster full. Find something to do to become wealthy. Yeah, and, 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 and this video attempts to do something I think that's very important, which is wealth, like what we'll do is we'll look at, at, at how much money people, somebody makes. Somebody made, uh, you know, $25,000 uh, 10 years ago, and now they only make $26,000, and that, that's not enough increase. But that $26,000 does so much more than the $25,000 did then because all the technology that was available back then uh, is, costs almost nothing yeah. now. I mean, the, the, it's affordable the, to them. Right. And, and all the quality goes up um, you know, because you, everything improves over time. Uh, all the, you know, the, the, fact, the, the cell phone's a great example of that. You know, only uh, people like, uh, what's his face from uh, the, uh, Gordon Gecko from Wall Street were able to afford. Uh, those first cell phones, and they look, you know, they were appropriately douchey driving around in their cars and, and you know, showing how important they were uh, being on their cell phones. And, but what happens now? Now everyone has it. If it wasn't for those people, you would not have these technologies today. Mm-hmm. I mean, what an incredible system that, that, that does this without force. You don't have to force someone to buy it. You don't have to take their wealth and, and invest it for them. They just go and do it. And, the, and society is able to reward uh, the companies that, that do that well and, and help people. And they, the cost gets lower and lower and lower. I've said this before, and it's, it's so true, and it happens every freaking time I go to Walmart. Some people go to Walmart and they say, like Jeffy's uh, video earlier today, oh, we should be able to steal from these people because they're rich, evil bastards. Some people say, look at the disgusting capitalism, uh, this, this bland, you know, uh, you know big box, uh, sterile environment where people come and they, get, they buy their Chinese goods. I look at that every time I walk in there. It's a freaking miracle. (laughs) Here, I think of what has happened to make Mm -hmm. this place possible. In almost every community in America, there is a place. While it exploits the poor. It it doesn't. Stu. That's what's great, is it helps the poor. Poor people are able to go in there and buy the same oh, things that rich people get. It helps them make less than minimum wage with no benefits? None of that's true. But still... (laughs) Okay. In fact, more people are, get health insurance through Walmart than, than actually the general population, which is a whole other situation. But still, forget all that. What if I the, want to make $200,000 a year? I'm not doing that at Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I, that's, uh, okay. Actually, so you can. Yes. <laughs> uh, but the point is uh, that here we are in a situation where a person can go into any, a, a, a huge place in almost every community in America and buy almost anything. Yeah. Uh, for an inexpensive price that most people are able to afford. And get um, things that you used to have to stop nine different times. Nine different times to go to, get them. To acquire. And, and the, what are the two things that make that possible? One of them you're going to like right now. The other one you might not, not like. Number one is capitalism and mm-hmm. free market in, in innovation. But number two is free trade. The reason you're able to f- afford all these things and the prices are so low is because of free trade between nations. The sort of thing that neither one of the top two candidates actually believe in. And even though if free trade Yeah, I brought is, it around. Yeah, I did. You did. You're welcome. You did. You brought it right back to politics. But even though 
Uh, free trade to the United States of America is a one-way is a one-way proposition, pretty much. It's it's us importing things and not we attaching do, we still tariffs to, export to the, in the Chinese. World. But the Chinese attach plenty of tariffs. Well, oh, the ours. tariff situation is bad from both. sides. I mean, they they hit us um, hard, yeah. and and but we don't retaliate as a rule. Because we don't want further retaliation to make it even worse for our products overseas. And not to mention but also, like, it would yeah. make it worse for our consumers here. Mm-hmm. And we and usually our leaders understand that. Yeah, and what, and what you'll find is in, 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 if we have a sensible trade policy, what you'll find is we'll go other places. Yeah. I mean, and we are. Yeah. We, and we are. Bangladesh and right. India and other countries around the world. Yeah. And, and what do we make here? We wind up making things like, I don't know, jet engines. Like, yes, they are making some products over in China, and they're making elements uh, of, of our more highly uh, high-technology um, uh, products. But we make a lot of the stuff here still. Usually they just assemble it. I mean, like Apple? Yeah, we went over that with the iPhone. Yeah. Now, well, that's exactly what that television that Walmart said uh, assembled yeah. here in the U.S. I noticed that. That's interesting. Yeah. Making a point of it. Yeah, yeah. That was, which was kind of interesting. So that was, so. A, by the way, that entire segment was just brought to you by Element TVs. Yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> that's our new sponsor. And program, you're welcome. Element TVs. More patents too coming up in a minute. By the way, we're open. We'll, we'll talk about Element TVs. No, oh my gosh. That. Whatever. That's, a, that's an inspiring thing. That sure as heck is. Hell yeah. $198 for a 40 inch flat screen LCD? That's badass. You know, the uh, summer box office was still down? Yeah, really bad. I mean, really bad, right? Yeah. It was a, a crappy summer full of movies that nobody cared about. Um, other than Finding Dory, people apparently love that. I haven't seen that yet. I'd like to, though. Uh, $480 million, essentially. Uh, Captain America, Civil War, 409 approx- 408 approximately. Secret Life of Pets, $353 million. Suicide Squad at 282 Anybody seen that? No. Suicide Squad? Glenn saw no. Glenn saw it. He liked it. Yep. Then there was X-Men Apocalypse, oh, he 155. Said okay. He said it was okay, right? He didn't Yeah, I think, yeah. Yes. Uh, Star Trek Beyond, which I didn't like at all, uh, about 151. Jason Bourne, which was okay, about 150. Uh, Central Intelligence, then The Legend of Tarzan, which was, eh, not good. Did you like it? Did you see Legend of Tarzan? I did not, no. Oh. And Gun Ghostbusters, 125. I, I mean, would like to think if this has ever wow. been true in my entire life, I have seen none of the top None of the movies. top ten. That's incredible. None. That is incredible. None of them. I saw one, two, uh, two. I've seen two. So that's it. I All wonder right. what... Uh, I've, only seen, I've only seen one now that I looked at the really? terror Just one? I'm thinking about just one, yeah. Wow. Now, you're, and you've seen you're everything. You're not a big theater goer, right, right? No, that's true. I can't uh, wait it until costs money. out or whatever. And... It costs money. He waits until it's free on TV. So. Right. Um, I'm looking at... <laughs> I'm looking at... Uh, <laughs> so, no, now, this no, list no. is a little bit different on Box Office Mojo. It has Captain America for 2016 <laughs> as... Oh, this is because this is just summer. Um, so they have Captain America, number one, with worldwide... Well, yeah, and they're doing worldwide too. These are just domestic, for sure. Right. I don't so. know why uh, Finding Dory. Oh, 482. Oh, because okay, because it's it's you're right. It's ordered uh, by uh, by um, worldwide. But so, forgive me for this. But it's so four hundred. Four hundred. We're not going to forgive you, Stu. I can't. I My wish gosh, I could. We're right in the middle of this. I wish I could, but I can't. And you notice okay. you, you tried to call <laughs> you tried to call <laughs> us out, and then <laughs> you were proved wrong. Yeah, and right. now we're supposed to forgive you. No, we Wait, can't. What do you mean? I tried to call you out. I just said I hadn't seen them. I didn't try to call you out at all. I'm just trying to list the. You tried to change the numbers around. 
Uh, do we still have time for the Hacksaw Ridge? Because uh, Hacksaw Ridge from Mel Gibson is coming up. What do you mean, no? Yes, we do. What? How long is it? How long is the... Uh, do we have... We don't have if you wouldn't have said no to me, we had plenty of time. <laughs> they just played it. All right, here, here's a list. This is a global uh, global uh, income. Um, Captain America, number one, $1.2 billion. Wow. What was? Captain, Captain America. America Civil War. Okay, so that's global, though. Wow. Yeah, global. Worldwide. But, I mean, you'd think Captain America wouldn't do that well dollars. as well overseas yeah, as you it does here. Wow. Uh, number two, Zootopia, $1.02 billion. Oh, wow. <laughs> number three, The Jungle Book. Nine hundred sixty-four million. I just saw that. That Jungle just was uh, number f- go ahead. four. Finding Did you Dory. like it? No. I didn't. Again, I, saw it I mean, it was 80s. okay. Number five, Batman versus Superman, eight hundred seventy-two million. And that was stupid. Number six is the first one on this list that I've seen. Deadpool, which was seven hundred eighty-three million. Did you love that? Was that, that was good? good. I, I heard that yeah, was really it was funny. Good. It was funny. Uh, Secret Life of Pets, Suicide Squad, Mermaid, X Men, Kung Fu Panda Three, Warcraft. Ice Eight, yeah, the mermaid. mermaid is a big movie. Yeah, apparently uh, it looks like it may be Asian. Uh, yeah, three point uh-huh. two million here, five hundred and fifty-one million overseas. Wow! Interesting thing. Wow! Uh, I want to bring this up too because it was Warcraft was mentioned in this, and also Independence Day Resurgence, um, that they featured um, uh, Chinese actors, and and I think Independence Day had a Chinese director. And the movie yeah, was actually not designed for American audiences. It was designed, and why it kind of really? seemed like it came and went here, yeah. it was huge over there huh. because it was actually designed for them, not us. Really crazy, right? Like yeah, we're getting to that really point weird. now. I mean, obviously they have four times the amount of people, but their their economy has developed to a point now that. Uh, so again, I guess this is the negative of free trade. And was that for China? Was that capitalism? The, the, no, it was that was communism, right? That uh, oh, no, allowed no, the free market to come. Free market communism. No, no. Kind of thing. Uh, it's weird. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I, I thought there were some big ones coming out for this fall, but I can't think of what they are. Because uh, Ben Hur is already out. Oh, there's that one from uh, what's her face? You know, the uh, Harry Potter chick uh, is coming out. Beasts of something or other. It's supposed to be good. Sounds great. Sounds yeah. good. Yeah. I mean, I just made it, I made it sound a lot better than I'm sure it is. <laughs> <laughs>